Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Okay, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. And I've been listening to 610 since back in the 80s. This is the best combination for afternoon drive time sports radio I've ever heard. Show, Clint, you guys got it going on, man. I really appreciate your show. Best hair at the station, this entire show right here. React to that. Clint, you can put your toes up in the river, my man, and pop that cord light. I love beer. Hey, gentlemen. A show and a Clinton show. I love your show. You guys are great. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. Somebody out there listening right Ooh, now. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. Is that Mike Hot Top? I'm going to kick your ass, Tyler. I think. <laughs> Whoa, what? You're talking all that, man. What's up? How y'all doing, man? <laughs> Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Q-Play. Ah, The Drive is live and in color. And it's in the There you go. Hey, a lot, a lot going on. A lot going on today. Later on in this hour, at 2.40, Seth Payne will join us. But Clint, all the jobs in the NFL have been filled. The last two come from the losing team in the Super Bowl. The Eagles, both of their coordinators are gone. Their coaching staff could be just ravished. We'll see what else happens with their staff. But Jonathan Gannon, recently, he is the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. And now, officially, Shane Steichen is in the division. He is the Indianapolis Colts head coach. He had a presser today. His hair looks great, and everything looks good for him. You like Steichen's hair? No, I don't. Okay, uh, I was wondering. Would, uh, that, that didn't stick uh, out for I me. I didn't think so. I mean, it's not you, great. Did you catch it? How much time do you think Shane – like, what do you think he – because I look at Shane's hair. Shane doesn't look like he's got much sleep since they, since they got beaten in the Super Bowl. I'll be honest. <laughs> he doesn't look like he's got much sleep. And Shane looks like he's got under six months before he he needs to do something with that hair. Now, Shane's about to come into a you lot of money. Sell whatever, whatever secret it is you're keeping, you could sell it for some uh, good money. Well, I'm telling you, listen, I got to go see him tomorrow. But listen, Shane – you could get it aggressive right now and just throw some plugs in now, or you can just cut it down and just let's let's yeah. move on. Just shave it, man. Just, just shave it. He ain't at that point. It just it just wasn't or, it, was, or, it wasn't the lead in to the to the the audio. He's gonna he's gonna. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, he yeah. ain't at that point, guys. Damn. I, I think he is. I, I mean, I, he ain't as blessed as any of us, but I but I mean, it ain't he's that bad. Six months away. Like you gotta attack nah, it now. Nah. It looked like he was c- trying to come. Cu- like comb it over yeah. a little bit. Wasn't his strongest hair day. Or, no do, or, do, or do you just like, or is you just wait till you go Kodasak? No. See, I, I've a never understood that. that. A lot of people do that. Just wait. And just they do, but I don't get it. it. And just lose it. I saw a guy on the elevator today. I was just like, you just gonna keep that side and back the same, huh? <laughs> I've never got that, man. Just shave <laughs> that keep thing, that dude. Side and back the same. Well, somebody who has great hair is his owner, Jim Mercy. And listen, we make fun of Jim Mercy a lot. You know, Jim's a little crazy guy, had that little cocaine problem. I don't know how to make sausage. And we're not sure if it's done or not, but he had that little coke issue. Uh, and 
I mean, he's a wild, wild guy. He hires Jeff Saturday out of nowhere. But, I mean, like I, I think we should give him a little bit more credit for some of the football moves he's made. And throughout this whole process, he hires Shane Steichen, which a lot of people like as an offensive-minded coach. And look what he had to say in his press conference when discussing quarterback situation, which they, like the Texans, need a starter. We're not hiding. You know, no one can shy away from the fact what quarterback means in this league and how we have to look going forward where, where Shane and Chris really, you know, dig into this draft and really see where you're at. Do you stay put? Do you trade up? You know, there, there's many things you can do. Uh, they took Jalen in the second round. So, trade um, back. Yeah, trade back. So, um, he likes that'll picks. Be a, that'll be a Twitter freaking quote. <laughs> he, he likes picks. Uh, 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 although the Alabama guy doesn't look bad, I tell you. Um, well, no. Hey, look, well done. Well done by, by Jim Ursay. He's caught a lot of heat, man. The old the old man's caught a lot of heat, and rightfully so. I mean, he brings a lot of it on himself, but um, they landed what I think is going to be a, a really good head coach, but we know, it's not I think, we know a really good offensive mind that develops quarterbacks and, and can build an offense around a, a quarterback-specific skill set, no matter what that looks like. And then then he gets up there, and, and to end his presser, he uh he, he lobs one over to the Texans, man. That old Alabama quarterback looks pretty good. See, I and, love it, man. And see, Clint, I, that that's my thinking is if Jim if if Shane's like I want because see that's why I've been scratching my head. I, I wanted to talk about that coming in today anyway before Jim said this. Like I've been scratching my head thinking who does Shane want at quarterback? Like what quarterback is he looking for? Because if he wants Bryce, I think and Jim basically has said it. Jim will sign off on what it takes to go up and go get the quarterback he wants. Well, they've got every Indianapolis has got every reason to be aggressive, and and if you've got a chance to to be the number one overall pick and have the pick of the litter in this draft and go the young quarterback and develop a quarterback route the first year that your head coach, offensive minded head coach, gets there, it makes sense. Not only does it make sense hiring Shane Steichen, but it also makes sense given what they've tried to do with Carson Wentz and 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 uh and and Matt Ryan and Philip Rivers uh they've struck out literally three straight swings and misses on veteran quarterbacks so they I would imagine if anybody's going to overspend if anybody's going to overextend for a quarterback and getting the guy they want it's going to be Indianapolis right like and and they're different like I don't I don't think the Texans would do that like I don't I don't think the Texans are one that's going like I'm gonna jump up. Well, hell, they they didn't even do what they what they what they could have done. Did not have to, to jump up. They situation. pissed it away the first time. So yeah, you're you're probably I just, right. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that that Nick and I think they will. Especially you got to look at Ursay. Like you just talked about the three swings and misses that they went after, but Ursay has when has Ursay been really successful? He had Peyton Manning, and then he had Andrew Luck. So he knows what it's like to go and get like the quarterback. I don't yeah. know if the Texans. <laughs> Brass thinks we got to have a certain guy. I, I think Jim Irsay is someone like, hey, who are we getting? We got to get somebody that uh, get somebody here so we're in a place like I was uh, yeah. when I won a Super Bowl and when I was well, in. I, I would say that Jim Irsay is familiar, if you will, with a franchise quarterback and the way that guy's supposed to act and, and sound and. And now he can play the game differently, but ultimately, you know, there's some th- there's some tan there's some intangibles there. That you that you you'd like to have in a franchise quarterback, and I, I think I think he 
Uh, Jim Ursay's had a couple, like you said. You can go back. You can go back as far as Peyton Manning, but you can also look at Andrew Luck and and say and and if we're being completely honest, the last two guys that that are not the last two, two of the last three that went through there and Philip Rivers and Matt Ryan, those guys from an intangible perspective were also pretty indicative of what a of what a franchise quarterback is and looks like. And so I would think that those guys have a pretty good idea of what a franchise quarterback looks like. And and again, plenty of reason to be aggressive and go get that guy. Yeah, uh, from the trailer wheel and frame text line, if the Colts wanted Bryce, why telegraph their pick? Classic head fake. They want Stroud. It's chess, not checkers. Listen, I don't, I, I, I don't with think all, they want Stroud either. With all due respect, I don't, I, don't, I don't even know if Jim cares to think that way. I don't even know if Jim is, is that savvy to say, you know what, I'm a, this, is, this is my plan. And I don't know how to make sausage. In this press conference, I'm going to make these people think that I want Bryce. Oh, yeah. And I'm yeah. going to throw them off the scent. So I can, so I can, I don't, I just don't think he, he operates like that. I don't think he cares. I think he knows it's going to take a high price to go up and get the number one pick if that's what he wants, and he's going to do it. So, like, when you hear that, if you're a Texans fan who is hoping, crossing their fingers, and I see so many people have the Bryce Young in a Texans uniform, if, if Jim wants him, and Jim himself made mention to him, that guy in Alabama, like I, I, I think Texans fans might want to. If you are though, if you're one who's really hoping for Bryce, might want to start prepping for maybe something else. Ooh, and I, and I know you're, I, and I love Bryce. You do too. But like when you hear that, he's not saying he won't. When you hear that, he's mentioning Bryce himself, like. And I don't think he is scared to go up there and make a move. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think he's scared to go up there and make a move. I, I think this is more posturing though, because I, I, yeah, I look at Shane Steichen, and, and and I think if I, I believe while he, while he spent time with uh, Philip Rivers in in uh, what it was then San Diego, um, and 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 now with Jalen Hurts in in Philly, I, I think if he had his his pick physically, and again, I don't know what these guys bring to the table from a walk in the room and own it perspective. I, that, that's that's for them to figure out. We're not privy to that kind of information. Because that is something that Jalen definitely, oh, no definitely had that we're hearing from Saban yeah. that Bryce has. Has, no question. Yeah, that, that, yeah, no doubt. So but, I don't know how strong that is. But when you, when you look at these guys from a, the quarterbacks, the draftable quarterbacks this year, from a tangible perspective, I, I would say that, that Bryce – is less of a fit for Indianapolis now knowing that Shane Steichen is the quarterback than the other He's guys the head are. Coach, yeah. So I uh, yeah, the, the head coach, I'm sorry. Um now again, I think Bryce is the better all-around quarterback. I think there's a really good chance you're going to find out that Bryce is the 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 better quote unquote leader of men, the guy that can own a room, the guy that you want to hand the, the reins of your franchise to, but if we're just talking about physical skill sets, I, I don't know, I wouldn't trust Jim Ursay or believe Jim Ursay that all of a sudden the Indianapolis Colts are going to make a move to number one to get Bryce Young. Yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. It's just, it is interesting. He made mention of that. Maybe it's posturing. I don't. So I don't, you're telling me there's a chance. I, I don't know. I don't know if old Jim just thinks that way. But well, just, just look at look at what the Eagles did. It's it's less about Jim and more about what Shane. Look, look at what the Eagles did this year. There was nothing. There's not one thing. Like, you look at the way Bryce Young plays the game and you look at the way Jalen Hurts played the game this year to an MVP level and a Super Bowl level, There's you couldn't put two quarterbacks on the map further from each other. 
Like, I mean, you're talking about why would you take a guy like like Bryce Young and put him in an offense where you need a quarterback to run the football, right? And then all of a sudden, really, you don't ask the quarterback to to consistently, um, you know, surgically pick defenses apart. No, we're going to run the football to close the middle of the field, and then when we get a chance, we're going to throw, we're going to drop bombs down the sideline. If we squeeze them in the box, we're going to throw a little screen game. But the quarterback run game is a big part of what. Of what he does now, you say people will say, "Well, in San Diego, he didn't do that with Philip Rivers." Okay, I, he's had experience with different different styles of quarterbacks. He inherited that quarterback, Philip Rivers. Norv Turner, he said, was one of his one of his mentors. Norv Turner is a big pro style. I played with Norv. I played under Norv Turner. He's a big pro style type of player. I think the game has evolved. I think Shane Steichen's game has evolved, and I think if he had it his way, he would have a quarterback that's more like Jalen Hurts. And so I I, I would. I would I would almost laugh away the the Jim Irsay comments, but I do think that Jim Irsay is is uh, is calculated in 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 his in his comments and playing playing draft games with the Texans. Yeah, he may be playing games. That that that's just, that's for sure. It, but yeah, no, I, I agree with that point. They are very very different. I, I'm wondering, uh, do you do you feel like Herbert and 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 Bryce Young could no. run the same type of offense? They could, but you talk. You know, but they, you know, they, they, they that's could. What, that's what we had before. That's yeah, what no, I mean, again, before. you're talking about a guy that can throw the ball 75 yards. Bryce ain't doing that. Well, he's not doing that, but that's not necessarily what their offense was. Was it like like Justin Herbert? I think I think it's definitely a stretch the field. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's de- the, the threat of of stretching the field vertically is a big part of what they did, and that's 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 as much Anthony Lynn, Norv Turner, Shane Steich, and all those kind of guys. So what you're saying, Str- the systems that Shane has been in, it's more about a vertical not, attack, are not matching. Bryce Joe. It, well, it's it, it's more of a and vertical attack. Set. Like it's it's like like I think what what you what you when you're the Texans, to me, first and and, I'm, and and look, I'm not saying that he is this guy. I'm saying that there there is the skill set. I think the best guy to 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 dissect defenses to to throw the screen game, quick game, RPO game with pinpoint accuracy, so you get the run after catch with explosive players. I think the best guy for that is Bryce Young. I think the best guy, if you're going to attack the field vertically and ask a guy to stretch the field vertically consistently, I think the best guy is C.J. Stroud. If you're going to ask a, a guy to be able to run the football in designed runs, I'm not talking about scramble around and be and, and, and be as twitchy and fast as, as Lamar Jackson. I'm talking about run the football and have that build and that physicality and that ability. I think it's Will Levis. What fits what the Houston Texans want to do and what I think a slowick offense is, is Bryce Young. For like a good fit for that. Like I, I firmly I got thinking about that today. And I I firmly believe that as you fit those quarterbacks, it is a clear fit with these new with these new coordinators and and these new head coaches in town. And or coordinators if it's a defensive minded head coach. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You know what? Let's dig into that. Okay. Let's dig into that a little bit more. So you think uh, for Bobby Slowick, now we know he's in here, this offense, that Bryce is the perfect fit. I want to get a little bit more on that because you, you think in your head, is that similar to what they did in Alabama? I, I, I do want to get a little bit more into that because he won a Heisman and was the best quarterback in college football there at that point. So Bryce Young, is he the perfect fit for the new offense with Bobby Slowick? We'll discuss that coming up next. 
Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, we got to get into it. These uh, these perfect fits for these quarterbacks. But first, I want to congratulate Tyler's little brother. Tyler's little brother got married today. He did that thing, huh? Tied the knot, man. Little bro is a big Sterling. I see man. you, bro. I, I know you're actually the bigger were, were brother. You big, a... big Sterling, big big hey, Sterling. Hey, hey, out now. There no, doing I'm his the thing, I'm baby. the big brother. Congrats to you and the bride, man. No, I'm bigger, the big well brother. Done. Bigger sized brother. Yeah, uh, he got Sterling. the height. Well, I mean, you're just – and all wait. you got's a bigger number. He's a bigger person. Big, I mean, act like physically, bigger dude. Oh, yeah. He's, he has a butt. I don't yeah. – he's like four or five inch taller – four or five inches taller than me. I've seen you naked. There's probably an advantage uh, in other places. It's possible. There. But yeah. he, ain't, he ain't got the moves I got, though. Ain't no way. Bet he, that. No, nah, he ain't flossing his ass with uh, – with, Damn with, right. With the draws you never know. Like right now, he may actually be doing it. Currently, right now at this moment, if he's good, just tied good, or not, yeah, good there call. Could be, it, it, you know, it, it kind of runs in the family. There could be some, some big time flossing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Us Milners, we're freaky, man. It's Valentine's Day. He got married on Valentine's Day. Flossing that thing, huh? That's right. Welcome to the family, Patty. That's right. Now this is his fourth. It's his fourth marriage. Oh my. No. Oh, wow. No show. Don't put that's that da- out that's there. That's dangerous. This what is, are we doing? This is, this is number one for little bro. This is first. Oh, yeah, it's number him. one. Yeah, Good congrats to Sterling and Patty. Thought it said fourth. Wear that Milner name proud, Patty. Wear that thing. Good A lot of responsibility the, with that name. Were you the best man or they didn't have one? I'm the best man. I mean, today was at the courthouse, but I'll, I'll be the best man at the ceremony in Mexico. Okay. Good. Got the bachelor party coming up. How do you think Megan, how do you think May uh, wears that, that Milner name? You think she does all right? Oh, she wears it. You said a lot. Yeah. Of, you said a lot of responsibility. I know. I know you are definitely a big oh. responsibility, and, Me- and Megan a- a- appears to be doing a good job. Well, a lot of power comes with that name, Milner Clinton. With uh, as Spider Man taught us, what are you doing? With a lot of power, <laughs> he just tore the. Mic I'm telling off. a lot of power. A lot of power. See what happens when you lie. A lot. See what happens with as Spider Man said. <laughs> Hold on, let me get this hey, on here. Hey, your lips <laughs> bleed, you bro. Hey, yeah. your your lips bleed. Oh, by I the mi- way, I missed my face, thankfully. But uh, if you it's, it's you get soon, the point. As soon as this idiot start talking about, as Spider Man tells us, this fool got up out of his seat. As Spider Man tells, as immediately there I said, "Where is. are you going?" And this nut, I pulled it. Pulled a Clint. He pulled pulled it and off. broke that thing right off. It is jarred. We were due for one. Clint hadn't done it in about six months. That's because uh, oh, our boy Chain done put some reinforcements on this old mic arm <laughs> I got in here. I'm about to say, boy, you better not break that thing. That's a first for me, man. You know, you got to go through hell and high water to get that yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what, I quit manhandling mine when we had to go, when we had to, uh, I had to e- email uh, Biden to get to get it fixed. Yeah, you might have to. <laughs> at, least, uh, at least Vice President That Harris. was perfect. Uh, yeah, so that, I'm glad that we could just take that lie smooth right on out of wherever you're going with Spider-Man. <laughs> with great power strength. comes great responsibility. There, yeah, I got it. Man, yeah, was that Spider-Man that said that? It was Spider-Man's uncle, Uncle Ben. Yeah. 
Interesting. I'm going to need to go back and watch that movie. Yeah, Clint's, Clint doesn't believe you, so he's going to look that up at some point today <laughs> uh, to verify that for himself. It surely won't tell you if you're right, but if you are wrong, he is Absolutely. Coming. He we'll is, just lean in a bit. He's coming in on that. All right, you were talking about on the other side, these, these quarterbacks. The big three, Bryce, C.J. Stroud, and Will Levis. And then if you want to add a fourth in there, Anthony Richardson out of yep. Florida. <clears throat> Those four quarterbacks are the top four talked uh, about. It does seem like in the draft – Mock drafts, there's a separation between those top three and Richardson, but we could still have him in here. You said you think Bryce is the perfect fit for which team? Which team in this top? The Texans. Team? The Texans. The, the Texans. Uh, Bryce Young is a is a is an ideal fit from a skill set perspective, an ideal fit for a Bobby Slowick, Shanahan, Kubiak offense. Um, when you look at how much – screen game, how much of the run game kind of bleeds over. Like the pass game, a lot of what they do in the pass game really is the run game. you got to be able to throw the football accurately and, and be able to drop the arm slot and do all that stuff, quick release. The RPO game uh, is a big part of, of what they do. And, and really just being surgical, I mean pinpoint accurate from – from you know, within from five yards behind the line of scrimmage to ten yards beyond the line of scrimmage, being quick, quick twitch to get the ball out, to be pinpoint accurate, to be able to throw the football without moving your feet, with anchoring your base, and 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 really have that arm talent to do those things. I think that is, I think that play that is a requirement. Like you don't have to have a monster arm in this offense to to win a lot of football games and ultimately ultimately best case scenario put this team in a position to go win a Super Bowl. Um you, you just you don't you you don't have to have that. Now in in other offenses you're gonna need to have a bigger arm to drive the football down the field and, and be more of a threat to throw the football over the top of safeties and things like that. That that that's not a requirement in this offense. That's not a priority in this offense, in my opinion. Um you gotta be a high level processor you got to have a loose arm. Um, you got to have. You got to play with a lot of twitch. Um, you know there were there were two throws in that ball game. If if I'm looking, and I'm looking at, I'm kind of bear with me here. I'm I'm saying Bryce Young, and I'm giving you all the reasons why he's a really good fit in a Shanahan or Slowick offense, right? And I'm I'm going to give you an example of of something in a total different offense. There were two throws that Jalen Hurts threw on the back hip of the running back in the flats that would have been 10, 15-yard gains. Instead, they turned into two-yard gains because Jalen's strength is not to body set in center field, drop the arm slot, and throw the ball to the right in the flats with the receiver running towards the sideline. It's just not his natural his natural strengths, where that is the natural strengths for a guy like Bryce Young. Do it in his sleep. That's what makes him so special. And so – you take a guy like Bryce Young and you put him in an offense that ha- that is just, I mean, littered with those kinds of throws, like making those kinds of throws and throwing them accurately and allowing run after catch is the absolute number one priority. Well, guess what? That's not C.J. Stroud's strength. That's that's not necessarily Will Levis's strength. That's not, at this point in time, with the accuracy issues, Anthony Richardson's strength. That is absolutely 100% in the wheelhouse right now of Bryce Young. And so it's not that he can't do the other things. It's that what does he do? That's why the Miami offense was was absolutely humming before Tua. before Tua's head started getting bounced off the turf consistently, right? Because you, you like his his 
He doesn't have the arm talent that that Bryce Young. Ha- I mean, that, that Bryce Young has, but he has the anticipation, the accuracy, uh, the touch, uh, the 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 feel in the pocket, the 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 RPO stuff. He has all of that stuff down, and that's why that offense was absolutely humming when he was healthy. When when he got it, when when he fell off, the offense fell off. Now, you know that's that's just. I think it is a. If we're talking just a quarterback strengths versus what the offense prioritizes. I believe that the best fit in this year's draft is bright. Not only is he the best quarterback, but his skill set is the best fit in a in a Bobby Slowick offense. And I don't even think it's close. I don't, I don't think that I don't think it's close when when you start looking down the line at, at these other guys and where they fit. I, I think Bryce Young is not only the best one, but he's the best fit as well. Yeah, somebody on the text line said, "Are you sure you're not just saying it because you like Bryce?" So no, I'm not. I'm not saying it because I like. I, I, look, I, I'll tell you. You mean I'll tell you this? I've been hard on Will Levis. Hell, I told you. I'm way out over my skis. Told you. I don't think Will Levis will be drafted in the first round. I think he will. Now that now that we're starting to see all the, I, I'm, I'm believing some of the draft the draft analysts. I think he probably will. I'll lose that bet. But Will Levis would be the number two quarterback in this draft to fit into something that Bobby Slowick is doing. Really? Yep. You think Will like so? If you if they were going to go quarterback and Bryce was off the table, they're going quarterback. You would think it would make most sense to go after. Will Levis. I I think I think his I think his skill set I think his skill set is the best fit to come into a, to an organization play right away and and do all the things I just mentioned Bryce did to and and can do it can do it well now I think there's a large gap between Bryce and Will I think Will I think there's a it's a huge gamble with Will Levis but I, but I think when you look at just skill sets and what those guys can do and how loose their arms are and 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 how quickly they can get the football out. You lose a lot of the accuracy, I think. You use a, you lose a lot of just like what Bryce does. Bryce does very difficult things effortlessly, right? I don't. Will doesn't. Will's talented, but he doesn't do things effortlessly. But yes, I believe he would be the number two. If you look at the Bobby Slowick offense, Shanahan offense, I believe Will Levis would be a better fit. I think C.J. Stroud would be number three for me in in this in this offense. All right, it is uh, it is a, a Tuesday, so that means we'll be joined. By Seth Payne coming up, and uh, we'll get his thoughts. See if this Shane Steichen hire in the division is something that concerns him for the Texans. We'll discuss that next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. That's right. It is a Tuesday, so that means we are joined by... Seth Payne, you can hear him every morning right here on Sports Radio 610 with Payne and Pendergast. All right, um, a lot to get to. Uh, the coaching staff starting to come together with the Texans, but I want to get your thoughts on, on, on this. Shane Steichen, officially now the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts in the division now, and I think when you look at the fact that the Texans both uh, interviewed Shane Steichen and D'Amico Ryans, and they're in the same division and starting at the same time, I feel like those two's careers are going to be kind of looked at, especially here in Houston, 
Your uh, your thoughts? Are you concerned with the Colts now that they've added him to the head coach? Especially when people thought it was going to be Jeff Saturday. No, I'm not because I think Shane Steichen is like yet another of these guys who are shoehorned into a position because you just absolutely have to have an offensive guy to come in and install and install his offense, and and he ends up being just not all that great of a leader, uh, just kind of a bland and boring. Uh, sack of meat that'll be in charge of the offense for a little bit, but not really do anything with uh, what they have. And it'll be yet another string of years in an underperforming cold squad that will likely get Chris Ballard fired um, just because Jim Irsay wanted to flirt with his old buddy Jeff Saturday for far too long. Yeah, that's that's a that's that's hot. What, well, that'd, what, uh, be, that'd be great for Texans fans. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. know if I feel that way about it. But. What is uh, hey? As, as, now that we know all the, the the head coaches that have been hired, said, do, do you have? I mean, can you rank them? I mean, just in in off your mind in in terms of we've <laughs> we've, we've we've cut these. We've talked to these candidates, these particular candidates. I mean, we've talked and covered, yeah. and I mean, we got a pretty good idea who they are at least as candidates. How do you, how do you rank these these hirings? Let's see if we are gonna um, let's see. We'll leave D'Amico out of it because I'm biased, obviously. Um, I would say Frank Reich number one again. Frank they had a coach in Frank Reich, but Jim say and Frank Reich like Frank Reich deserves some blame for wanting to throw all of his weight behind Carson Wentz. I mean that was just dumb. But other than that, Frank Reich's a really good coach, and they somehow thought that he. Him not being able to transform four either washed-up or inept quarterbacks <laughs> in four successive years into something um, resembling a championship effort is, is, is ridiculous. Um, so I would put Frank Reich first. Then we have, let's see, where do I, what do we have? We've got um, – Sean Payton. You the, forgot about the number one guy, yeah, Sean Payton. Go yeah, ahead. Sean Payton. Okay, so Sean Payton, I would put – I'll put it at the bottom uh, because it was obvious that they just kept throwing money at him until he took the job. I keep seeing people say, hey, look at what he did with Drew Brees, and um, wasn't that awesome? So now he can do that with Russell Wilson. Well, it's like Drew Brees was a young guy with a shoulder issue who also hardly ever had any actual good support from his defense the entire time Drew Brees was there and healthy. It was uh, when it comes to the disparity between offensive quality and defensive quality, Drew Brees had the worst support uh, in the past decade. So um, I guess it was an okay – I mean, like I've got nothing against Sean Payton himself other than that like he just took a cash grab to, to go to a, a place that's got a bad quarterback making a whole bunch of money, not to mention uh, a PR issue now on top of it with his charity – and uh, that's a it was a, just bad all around there. Okay, who else we got? I just want to remind you, Jonathan Gannon is 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 in this as well. And you got you got you right. you got Sean below Jonathan Gannon. I get yeah. I'll put Sean at the very bottom. I'll put Jonathan Gannon um, above Steichen. So because Gannon's got some juice to him at least. I've seen Gannon in, in, in operation, and yeah, I know. Uh, look, I know he botched adjusting to that play call in the Super Bowl. But overall, he had a really good defense. And he's going to be a head coach now, not a defensive coordinator. Um, Steichen, Steichen is the guy you would vote most likely to want to date your sister 
because he probably isn't ever going to really be interested in anything more than video games. Um, so, like, you can trust that he won't cheat on her. He's got no juice to him. He's got no zest. Well, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Well, and then I would assume that you got D'Amico at the top, so it feels like the Texans probably, uh, in your mind, came away with the uh, the best fit there. Or, uh, yeah, in terms this, of is all, this is all pathetic by everybody else. It's really uh, – it's really <laughs> see, what the Texans did – the Texans did a good thing, which was they can't, they just went crazy for a couple of years because, you know, again, crazy is a little bit of aggressive because I think the turmoil that, that ensued after Cal lost his father um, and just making that transition, well, you've got a guy in Bill O'Brien that's uh, got a few just crazy tendencies himself. Everything just went crazy for a couple of years, but everything else is kind of stabilized. What you have in some of these other places is just – flat-out incompetence, which is much worse. So um, not to mention, the, like, the owners in Denver, I, to read the tea leaves from what Colin Coward was saying and then what the owner himself said, because the owner, uh, George Penner there, had talked about just, wow, how much more scrutiny there is now when you're the owner of a team like this. You got rabbit ears as an owner. That's a bad place to be. That's what, You start getting sensitive about people mean, being mean to you in the press. That's when you start making erratic – uh, knee-jerk decisions. So, yeah, everything's shaping up just fine. These guys all – they all suck. These All these other coaching hires will be done with and gone, yet still collecting their checks within the next two years, I predict. Except for uh, except for Peyton. He's making too much money. So he's got a few years on him. I'll tell you, boy, I didn't know we was living in a world where Jonathan Gannon was, was thought to be a better thought than Sean Payton. But let's stick to the Texans coaching staff because they're starting to, to feel that in a little bit here. What are your what are your thoughts? Bobby Slowick is stepping in now, and and obviously D'Amico has worked with him uh, for the last six years with the 49ers and 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 understands him and knows him. Uh, not a lot of experience when we're looking at Gerard Johnson being a part of this staff, and we'll see what the rest of the offensive staff looks like. But what are your thoughts about the direction that the uh, the Texans are going from an offensive standpoint? I like that they're thinking a little bit outside the box with Slowick uh, and just in that, you know, well, for one, you're elevating the guy who hasn't been a play caller, but that's generally the case whenever you hire somebody who's not a has-been. So he's either somebody that's been washed out of somewhere else um, and you hire him as an offense coordinator or he's going to do it for the first time. At one point, Andy Reid was a guy who hadn't called plays um, and then got a head coaching job. So I think that you you got to – take the risk that comes with that. But I like that D'Amico said he wanted guys who had diversity in terms of teaching style, experiences, all that. And Sloan very much fits that bill. He's, you know, he, he spent time outside of football working for pro football focus. He's been a defensive coach. Um, I, I think there's a lot about him that just brings a different perspective than normal. And he, he also, from what I've seen of him, he doesn't seem to have a huge dynamic personality that's going to make a lot of people think, oh, wow, this guy's, this guy's got to be a head coach soon. So there's a chance that, hey, look, D'Amico will provide the juice in terms of, you know, motivating guys, getting everybody uh, prepared and understanding how physical they need to be. But perhaps Sloan, if he works out as a coordinator, also isn't going to be leaving 
quite so quickly to be a head coach somewhere else. Hey, Seth, one thought, and we see Frank Reich doing it out with Carolina, is hiring former head coaches as more consultant type type of, of roles, which I, I, I love. I, I really do. Whether you're a veteran head coach or a rookie head coach, uh, I, I absolutely love it. Um, assuming they're the right fits, I, I, I think it's a, a big deal. Do, do you think that 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 we'll see that happen here in Houston? Whether it's it's you know someone from outside or maybe even like a Gary Kubiak be, um, and I, I'm assuming he's going to be around the organization to some degree anyway. But um, maybe in a more uh, I, I don't know official role with the Texans possibly. Yeah, I don't, is Romeo Cornell available? He's uh, <laughs> he tended to be the. I keep seeing, I keep seeing these people try to act like the Texans did Romeo Cornell wrong. <laughs> like he kept trying to retire, the Texans wouldn't let him retire. They kept paying him to be, uh, to be an advisor and assistant head coach. All these things. Um, Deluxe I, nut I, I package. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but yeah, I am all for that. I think that if you look at what Dom Capers did last year with Ijero Ivero. In Denver, he was uh, so Ijero Ivero is in Carolina, and that's why they brought Capers in because he worked so well with him in Denver last year. Um, and Ivero was a first-year defensive coordinator at that time. So I think with Sloan especially, that's a good that that's a good template to follow. That, hey, you got a bright young guy with an offensive mind, but you know there's times where you need advice, you need somebody, you need a board of directors really. So whether it's Kubiak or or anybody else, I think that would be a great idea. I know, I think it's interesting that Capers is doing it in Carolina, and it kind of shows that, look, enough time passes. It doesn't have to be weird or awkward. It's not going to feel to people in the building like, oh, wow, the real boss is back. You know, I don't, I don't think you have to worry about that with Gary Kubiak, or, or especially, I think Kubiak and Dom Capers both are just about the lowest BS, like lowest ego guys you can imagine. They're just, they're not they know like whatever role they're hired to do, they're going to do that. And you don't have to worry about them, you know, trying to, trying to take over, trying to rule behind the scenes or anything. So I think Kubiak would be awesome in that role or anybody like him. There there are a lot of those guys out there. They're not all the, uh, they're not all the maniacs that they sometimes appear to be. All right, Seth, appreciate you jumping on with us. We'll talk to you next week as, uh, as we get closer and closer to free agency in the draft. It's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I talked to you guys. I didn't realize just how much I disliked Sean Payton. Until yeah, I, I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds extremely personal. He's really an awful coach now. He was all right when he had the right mix there with Mickey Loomis, but now it's just going to be disgustingly bad. So I feel bad for him in a way because his, uh, his kids are old enough to understand now. All right, Seth. Uh, Seth Payne, catch him in the morning, 6 to 10 a.m., him and Sean Pendergast. With Payne and Pendergast each and every morning, the best morning show uh, in all of Houston. Yeah, I kind of checked out there after that. Uh, after we lost, Sean, we got John Jonathan Gannon slipped up <clears> over uh, Sean Payton. That one, that one kind of that kind of caught me off guard here a little bit. Had to stretch out my legs a little bit after that one. Uh, but uh, no, man, we'll uh, we'll see. Uh, now the coaching uh, the coaching uh, candidates are full. We will see who turns out uh, looking the best moving forward. Uh, as uh, as uh, as this thing gets going. All right, coming up, a lot to get to here as news about one of the hottest commodities at quarterback. Uh, uh, we've got actually final news on that. We'll tell you the latest on Derek Carr. Could that be an option here for the Texans? And all of the jobs have been filled. All of the jobs in the NFL have been filled. 
We will give you the latest and let you know what is happening in the Texans division. That is coming up next. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.